Adrian Grone. Jeremy Piven plays uh, Ari Gold. All right. You know, the racist, Isn't, uh, homophobic one. Matt Dillon's brother in it. Yeah. Johnny Drama. <laughs> and then uh, Turtle. Oh, they got yeah. E. It's Entourage, baby. Little bit of, uh, oh, yeah. I've been watching, uh, rewatching some Sopranos. Evangelia's watching with me. Sopranos. She's like, Sopranos goes hard. What's Gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, it's a cut of meat called Capacooli. I forget. Capacooli. Yeah. Capacooli. But they just call it Gabagool. Gabagool. You put that Gabagool right over here. I'm Italian. Gabagool. <laughs> it's the Chris Holiday special episode. <laughs> Dog cop well, I haven't Christmas. done this in a long ass time. For recorded after Christmas, boys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy. We're gonna Hanukkah. release this. Uh, Happy Hanukkah in February. Happy uh, Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Uh, Merry Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. I I told Shalom. someone Happy Hanukkah that they like. You make fun of Hanukkah? No, like, nah, just Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I did Hanukkah this year. You did? There, yeah. Is it's hard to. It's nobody like no stores give a fuck about that, that eight day <laughs> holiday. Is your girl Jewish? No, my mom's Jewish. I know she, that. she like converted pretty much. Oh, okay. But so did you have a menorah? Had the shit? menorah and the candles and shit. It's pretty chill. I mean, you just give a small gift for eight days. It came out of the window. Chick's <laughs> <laughs> fucking hiding monsters in the window. Silver. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that in the in the Death Stranding video? The, what? In the vanilla version of Death Stranding, you just drink Monster Energy drinks. Why? <laughs> it's like in so in the game when you go to like your room, your restroom, you have energy drinks that can increase your stamina to like a total of a plus twenty five percent. And he just like shot like shotguns a monster, but in director's cut, they took it out. There's no more monster. It's like game branded one, like <laughs> bridge energy. But that's funny. Vanilla so, had monster. That's, that's funny. Sick. I'm glad I got the vanilla version. Honestly, no, it has monster in it. And I was like, how did where did this pole come from? How did he get this, these Hideo rights to this? Hideo San, dude, it's like post-apocalyptic. Like monsters still around, like in the post-apocalypse. It's not. It's not natural. It's all chemicals. <laughs> There's just like a, a monster AI that's still generating monster, just pumping it out. Like, yeah, dude. There's it's not even humans anymore. It's just machines. Just yeah. There's AMC ads in it and shit. <laughs> when you like take a shit, Norman Reedus is like the show he had the ride. Mm-hmm. Like shows up on like the the wall of like the front door of the toilet. That's so weird. <laughs> they collect your piss and shit so you can throw at the monsters and stuff. Nice. Mads Mikkelsen is just in it. And Guillermo mm-hmm. and Nicholas Winding Refn, the guy who made Drive and Pusher. Oh shit! He's in it. And only God forgives. Only God forgives. Yeah. And oh, Lindsay Wagner's in it, the Bionic Woman. <laughs> oh god, that's so weird. It's just like a weird. Yeah, like I I've seen trailers. I've like that's the one game where it's like the one thing I would give them is that I know nothing about that shit. Yeah. Even though I've been exposed to it more than like I, I I've seen trailers, person. gameplay. I've heard Eddie talk about it for like seventeen hours. I still don't know anything about that fucking game. <laughs> he Dale got like, good trailers though. Yo, there's like an ink whale. He Dale got goaded trailers and openings. <laughs> yeah, MGS Five opening is so strong. That goes yeah, way too hard for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> it goes so fucking hard. 
the I, opening with the man who sold the world and like your eyes so just, you're just good. waking up from a coma and shit mm-hmm. that goes way too hard did you break your iphone jake no it was iphone is i thought that's your the one you've always had yeah i've had this for since last july I thought you had a bigger one no since last july i've had this one that's weird. Let's I see. thought he had a bigger one too. I thought he had like a max. Or <laughs> when something. I went to uh, when I went to Nashville, I had a a twelve, I think, or 11. that's what I'm thinking about. But, yeah. Twelve. Yeah, it's been like a year and a half since then. All right. Because I I fell in the water off the kayak there, <laughs> and I lost my wedding ring, and my iPhone got all water damaged. But I thought they were water resistant. <clears throat> yeah, that's to what like I thought too. Six, but like six meters. I was in the water a long time. Oh, you just sat Looking in there. The <laughs> well, no, I was like, I had to swim down the because oh, I lost he my went kayak. below. He went below the the, the limit. No, do you below. know what happened? I, I like 50 I immediately <laughs> I immediately fell off my kayak, and then I lost my kayak, and I had to like swim down the river, Bruh. And like Justin and Mark like saved the kayak, <laughs> and then we were able to get back on it. But so I was in the water for a good like hour and a half. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, you should have got Death Stranding when it was free. You said it was uh, free yeah, at the game to. store. I don't know. I think your computer could run it. Yeah, well, like, I'm, I was going to sell it, so I wiped everything. <laughs> uh huh. And then nobody has bought it yet, so I might just, like, like whatever. Nobody wants it. your. It's not an expertly, like, it's not optimized build of PC. At all. <laughs> uh, they could add something to it, make it optimized. It's like, fine. it's not a case and a motherboard. And a, it looks so funny. It's a huge case, too. For yeah, like you can put parts. everything in it. It's an NZXT. But that's case. the thing, like, you can build up. Yeah. He's like, it's good for a kid, you know? How much are you trying to sell it for, Jake? Or are you just accepting offers? Uh, right now, it comes with that the black monitor, the. The Asus one? Yeah. Shit. The uh, keyboard and mouse. Take, you had to pay me to take that monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, it, it's a starter. It's, a starter. it's for a kid. You know, it's, for a it's a 27-inch yeah. monitor. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I was, if, for everything else, I'll put it up for 650 It's not bad. It's not so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's like everything That's cheaper need. than like a, an expensive laptop. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it can play Alan Wake. Yeah. It's all you need. I played, I, I played Warzone on it. Just fine. Yeah, he plays Alan Wake. That's the only game you need to play. I played uh, Fall Guys on it. Death Stranding. Fall Guys? Fall Guys. That's all kids. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a kid, they're only going to play two games. I got Fortnite on that, Minecraft. Fortnite, Minecraft, We know it runs Fortnite and Fall Guys. (laughs) That's that's the whole genre, right? I played Destiny on it, 60 frames per second. Runs Among Us in Minecraft. These kids play like the most unintensive games now. Yeah, they're so fucking lame. You could probably play Vampire Survivors pretty easy. That game is hype, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Kids aren't playing that though. They're, yeah. They're playing Fortnite. 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 With like Doom Fortnite. Slayer. Doom Slayer and Fortnite. Doom Slayer hits the gritty in Fortnite. Mini, mini. They got the My Hero Akadama. My Hero. I don't watch. I don't watch. Doom guy either. and Master Chief hit the gritty. Oh, and the what's Geralt? <laughs> Geralt. Yeah. Geralt. Gerald. Gerald from The Witcher. Doug, yeah. it's just like they have every mascot in it. They're like, yeah, it's the PlayStation All-Stars of Battle Royale. It's the Nickelodeon Super Smash Brawls. It is the, yeah, it's that. On the extremely... What's the one that just came out? Um, Brawl. Oh, uh, 
multiverse? Uh, yeah, yeah multiverses. multiverses. The Warner Brothers one where you yeah, can play you Shaggy Bugs and Bunny. Finn. Le- I, I love that LeBron James is a That's Warner Brothers property. That apparently. Yeah, that's that's funny. Bron. You play LeBron James. Bro, when he signed the contract, they just own him now. And when he did the him, movie. I love that the hair. movie like made fun of that. Like, like oh, you know, they're making, but they're literally doing that. Like, yeah. it's not a joke anymore. Yeah, I can't wait till Humphrey Bogart from Casablanca's in the game. <laughs> He's already going to be my main. When are they adding Citizen Kane to Fortnite? We'll always have Paris. <laughs> he, but like when he slides, when he slides, he just pulls out Rosebud and slides down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the Rosebud glider, bro. <laughs> Get it! Oh, spoilers <laughs> for Citizen Kane. <laughs> Spoilers, yeah, for a movie that came out, I think, a hundred years ago. At this point. <laughs> Literally, you ever yeah. watched Citizen Kane? Yeah, I've watched. Did you let Citizen me borrow the Kane? fucking four K Blu Ray? Like, I've watched it many times. It's good. It's yeah. goaded. Yeah, it's like they did it like right out the gate. They make a good movie, and then now we got Thor: Love and Thunder. They they make Citizen they create Citizen Kane and like Christopher Nolan's been trying to yak what they did with it for. His you guys are seeing that Avatar Two is mad underperforming. There's no <laughs> way. Thirteen years there was, later, there was sequel. no way it was gonna live up to those numbers. Yeah, there's no shot. <laughs> I heard it. I mean, the first movie sucks. So what? It's yeah, a James Cameron's sequel though, and they always have like a better rep because like you know Terminator Two, Aliens, <laughs> Aliens, yeah. fucking whatever. Have you ever heard the the aliens story? How he pitched aliens. No. He walked in and he wrote alien on the whiteboard, and everybody's like, "Hmm." And he added an S, and everybody's like, "Hmm." <laughs> and then he just put two lines through the S, and everybody's like, "Yes." <laughs> everybody just started coming, and then action. <laughs> it's an action movie. Get Bill Paxton on the line. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah. So like Avatar Two is I I don't know people who see it they all love it, but you know I mean people and everybody's like getting on my ass about not liking the first movie and I'm like you know what maybe at first I just I just didn't like it and it was just it was just a little bit of dislike for the movie it wasn't anything like that built up inside me I was like you know it's what just, this movie it's is just okay average. it's an average it's, movie the it story's a little ass it's, it's a, it looks really good the story's kind of ass the acting's yeah. kind of ass but you know what Everything it made, else a, it made a billion dollars cool, that's fine I guess yeah, but since I've had to defend why I dislike Avatar for the last thirteen years, I fucking hate Avatar. Dude, it feels like me in two thousand one. I'm like, it's just okay. <laughs> because that's be- not even comparable to movies. Are comparable. No, they're not comparable. But I'm the way that like, he feels about it, having to defend his opinion, and now he fucking hates it. It's like every time I I like someone brings up Avatar and I say it's okay, I don't really like it that much. Then, then I have to answer the question. Well, why? What's not good about it? What What don't you like about it? And it's like ever since. So for 13 years, I've been building up a hatred for this fucking movie. <laughs> and now there's gonna be like five sequels. Like, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. I think it was Mark. I don't remember if Mark was on the show. And he's just like, what? We, what? We hate an Avatar now? When did that start happening? Because <laughs> Mark, <laughs> since Mark, the movie came out, Mark loved Avatar. <laughs> No, and then one time, I like me bringing up my dislike for Avatar. I had to watch like, the last forty-five minutes at Justin's house. Like, look at this! You can't. You tell me you don't like this. I'm like, that's the only good part in a fucking three-hour-long movie. <laughs> like, you can't just put, bring up the climax and tell me it's good. Like, <laughs> I can see Justin just laughing at you. He's like, dude, this is sick. You're fucking stupid. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. You probably like fucking 
Malibu's Most Wanted. He's like, what? It's a good movie. Um, I know, I know Guillermo. Guillermo really loves it, but I feel like Guillermo is always going to be indebted to James Cameron. <laughs> Dick Ryder. No, because like, did you do you know like when? Because Guillermo's dad got kidnapped in Mexico. Wait, what? Like way the back, fuck? like back in the day, like because you know okay. he was famous, and the people who wanted the ransom money asked for a lot, and James Cameron like Pony gave him, dough? like ponied up the dough, Damn. and never asked for any of it back. Dog, I never heard what, this. what is this? You never heard that? I guess well that's insane. I had a, like why isn't that like a true Hollywood story? Yeah, why haven't I ever heard because, about you that? You know why? Because it's by it's about Guillermo del Toro and nobody's everyone's like who? He <laughs> won the Oscar a few years ago for the freaking The sh- the water the, the For a different movie. water movie. Yo, he got he can do whatever he wants since he won that shit. <laughs> yeah, his dad got kidnapped, therefore he doesn't live in Mexico anymore. That's, he like lives crazy. in like I think he lives between like LA and Toronto or something. Well, hey, man, that, you know, good, good for, good for him. Got that. That's cool. But James if James Cameron, Cameron you know, did that for me, I'd nice be like, guy. could have made. He doesn't. He doesn't miss. James. Love the Avatar. Love all of hey. them. James Cameron don't miss. He probably. I, it was a lot too. It was like a mill or something, and what? James Cameron was like, free, free. A <laughs> mill. What is that? Like a one percent of what he made from Titanic? Like, okay. <laughs> I think James Cameron's got that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I got that. He's like, I could buy a director's <laughs> opinion forever. With the yeah. guy's like. Oh shit! I should ask for more. If I knew James Cam was pony at the dough, they never caught the kidnappers either, which is crazy. That's weird. Well, it's Mexico. I thought uh, I was yeah, dealing with mind. Guillermo del Toro. I didn't know James yeah. Cameron was involved. If you think anything, I bet it was the cops that did the kidnapping. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> but yeah, that happened. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna watch it, but the only thing that makes me curious about watching is seeing it in 3D. Because I remember Mark told me he's like, dude, this other one in 3D was like the reason everyone wanted to see it because it was the only good 3D movie ever made. Yeah, eventually he wants to see it, but it's like, I gotta, I gotta really be in the mood to go to a three and a half hour long movie that I don't want to watch. <laughs> Babylon, the new Damien Chazelle movie, is three hours. Yeah, like a hard three. That, that looks, looks like a like. A fancy Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, huh? Come on, what about the Barbie movie? Barbie movie's coming out. Some I point. saw Wakanda Forever. That was almost three hours, right? Yeah, that was almost. That was like two forty-five. But you know it, and you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to give African Americans a break. Oh, God. oh, why did you say? <laughs> Why'd that you sentence? phrase it like that? <laughs> why do you say that sentence? Like that? <laughs> so don't. Yeah, cause I nah, cause check it out. You I are Kanye. Of, you are. I, I was kind of, I was kind of like, right, yo, Chip, he's like, dig this, dig on this guy. I was kind of like, these people are a little bit blinded by representation and the first Black Panther, and like that's why they like it so much, even though it's not a very good movie. And I think uh, with with I, I really like Namor in this next movie. And maybe I'm a little bit Neymar? blinded. Neymar, Neymar is in it. Let's go Brazil. And, yeah, and I'm a little <laughs> blinded by representation. You know, they got Latinx. Uh, you know, Yo, Neymar, gets it down. He gets down in it. He's he, like, oh, my culture. So maybe I'm a little blinded by representation, but I really liked Wakanda Forever. You know, it's not the best movie of the year. It's not. Like, it's better than the first movie. I'll it's, tell you that much. Uh, it's better than other Marvel movies coming out now. Yeah, it's better than Thor: Love and Thunder and D- Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Doctor that's for sure. Strange. He's um, Marvel's falling off. 
But yeah, you know, I don't know what kind of, Namor kind of brought it back. What well, bond for me? Maybe it's just because of the representation. So <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> so I gotta, you know, cut a little slack. The first movie isn't good though, so I was just gonna tell you that. You that guys, Jake's gotta cut the urban some slack. Yeah, that's you know. Jake's words. <laughs> Even though Jake is an urban himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm dark. He's just an urban in a different area, so like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big. So how you be, Eddie? You know, laying around. I finished God of War Ragnarok. What, uh, 8 out of 10? No, it's really disappointing. It was like, what, you like a 6? He like, disappointed you. Yeah, like maybe like a, a 2 or 3 out of 5. Really? Yeah, for me, personally. Well, like I didn't really... The first... The 2018 one, I didn't really enjoy that much either. I like the story, the, the narrative. Story was good. I like the narrative, and I like the, the combat w- mechanics were ass. I like the way the narrative, and I like the way they told the story. But I thought the overall gameplay was just too. It just took away from the mm-hmm. story too often. Yeah, yeah, and I like. I never got it with the first one. Like I, I liked the game, and but once I beat it, I felt no need to go back and like. Do all like the little things in the world that you can still do. I was like, okay, the game's over. Like, so that you know, kind of speaks to what you're saying about the story being good, but like you don't, you're not playing it for those gameplay moments because, like, that's all that was left for me to do in that game. Like, go fight the Valkyries. Or, the rest know, of the game is just what you do to like, get eh, to the story. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm done. Like, I, I beat the story. I'm good. I'm good. Like, yeah. For me, it was like a complete only narrative experience. Like I did something at the end of the first one that Nick and Eduardo didn't do because they were all about they're just doing they're just you know into the game like the gameplay itself like the video game shit because like if you end the game of the first one and you go back to your house you get the real ending of the game yeah like where... the cut to black was Thor shows up mm-hmm, Thor. and I told I was talking to Nick and Warren, I'm like do you guys go back to how like to your house after you finish like what are you talking about mm-hmm. like what do you mean like. The journey's over. What you go to sleep? Like that's the end. We of talked the about story. this at length. I admitted that I was distracted by all the useless gameplay. He's like, ooh, he's like RPG shit. I gotta get this. In cool retrospect, armor. I hate it. I got a hundred percent. The combat system's just like a worse version of From Software shit with a camera that zoomed in too close. <laughs> yeah, like the, that's the enough. fucking armor RPG mechanics are so fucking annoying and it destroys the art design of yeah. Kratos. I was like, I told I was talking to Nick about this. But we talked at length. We talked like an hour about this. I shit. started replaying Death Stranding Director's Cut while playing God of War, and it made me appreciate Death Stranding more while I was playing God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Why they had better it, walking? Think, no, it's the the what? problem with the AAA game is that it's like the thing about Death Stranding that you you don't know because you haven't played. But the thing is, is that you understand the gameplay is the narrative of the story. It's not like there's story bits thrown into the gameplay, right? Like what Kojima does, he crafts this world this whole open world that you had the whole point is you go from a to b mm-hmm. that's the whole game there's nothing more than that yeah you just connect people there's he's nothing making in the between. experience the story he's rather making than, your journey yeah. your personal journey the story which is something you see in from software games yeah where like there is this you've, you've played dark souls you played mm-hmm. like bloodborne that there's re- the narrative experience is very lin- like non-linear you don't really know what's going on but when you do things in the world you feel a sense of progression and you feel as though you're having this 
experience that doesn't your take challenges you out, right? you overcome the thing i have problem with the the AAA games is that especially with the god of god the new god of wars was that you would have this really intimate small moment in in a cutscene and then you would just get out of that and then go have to, have to fight a horde of enemies yeah. that doesn't really add to the story or your journey. It's just like video game shit. Yeah, it feels like the, everything <clears throat> in between the cutscenes is non-canonical, like, in a, in a way where Filler. it's like, yeah, where it's like, oh, it, it's kind of like um, like the big problem people had, for, like The Last of Us Part Two is like Ellie kills like a thousand people in this game. But then at the end, she couldn't kill like the main villain, yeah, because it like hurt her soul too much or whatever. But it's like, what about the other thousand people you just killed, like real people? Oh, oh and I liked about Last of Us Two was that because they made the the killing a lot more brutal and like very mm-hmm. like you put you in it, it deterred you from doing it that often because you're like, I don't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to see her rip somebody's throat out with the fucking switchblade. So I'm gonna try to avoid killing people. But then that's the other thing is that. Because the game that actually does that is Uncharted. Because they will force yeah. you yeah, to have like they up. will force you to have full on gunfights. Oh, yeah, the new Tomb Raiders <laughs> as well. And then he'll just crack a joke after. You're like, where is this person? You just like, killed forty people. He's a sociopath. <laughs> is yeah. this guy a real person? Because he's just like, ha ha. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, because like the thing about Last of Us is that you could all in Last of Us Two also is like there's so many areas you can. I think. Actually, in every era, you can avoid killing people. Yeah. That's how they designed it. <clears throat> but in Uncharted, they're like, no, you have, you have to, to kill, kill everybody <laughs> to get to the next. It's like Call of Duty, right? Like, yeah. You have to walk forward and get to that checkpoint and kill everybody that gets in your way. Yeah, and they're not like zombies or monsters, just people. Yeah. And you're like, uh, they all had maybe families? Like, <laughs> Yeah. That, but like, I, I, what I really liked about this Stranding was like the game because it is so simple and you could say i talked to nick i told nick this but there's this there's this idea about like transcendental storytelling Mm -hmm. which is something that uh, paul schrader the guy who made taxi driver who wrote Mm -hmm. taxi driver and raging bull and a lot of stuff with scorsese he kind of coined and made an analysis about where the i the act of doing something slow and mundane it almost puts your brain into a trance Mm -hmm. where you sort of get you the thing the small things and like the slow things become more interesting because the whole thing is like that so like for in an example was that like there's this movie by uh victoro deceity i think where there's a scene where this woman is just trying to light a match and it doesn't happen the first time it happens once twice three times and then it finally lights and that third is like it kind of the whole the whole uh, that's the whole idea of transcendental is like Shit doesn't just happen right away. You go through like this whole thing mm-hmm. just to get this small moment. Or um, you look watch Pickpockets by Bresson. The way he edits the movie is very different from how a normal movie would be edit- edited. He would, he would. You know how when you see a door in a movie, it opens immediately, or yeah. after somebody closes the door, it goes to them immediately. In his movies, it's like they oh you see you sit on a door for like four beats before somebody walks in, mm-hmm. and when they close it, you sit on it. Again, for more longer than you think. So it kind of doesn't. It doesn't just immediately cut to the next action beat. Yeah. it's just like lets you sit in a moment that normal vid- yeah. movies would cut out. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like another going back to pickpockets. The acting and characters are very lifeless. They have like no emotion throughout the whole movie. But in the last scene, 
it's this huge like emotional moment and it's almost like the payoff to all that small stuff that slow mundane things going on throughout the whole movie and it hits harder when something yeah, and actually it, yeah, happens yeah it blows like, cause you're like oh it's and it feels more real like I think realistic and natural in that way cause I think yeah. life is very mundane and has really big moments like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you'll never see the people like like if they're going to the, going somewhere in a movie they're not you're not gonna watch them pick, get their keys and their wallet walk to the other yeah. door lock the door open the car door it's just like they're either cut to the car or cut to where they're going yeah. you know whereas in transcendental you would like show that that process mm-hmm. and that would be part of, that would be informing yeah. on your story and the character and yeah, I, I said, get what you mean I, I, so you're saying like the game doesn't get in the way of the story yeah and I think Kojima does that at points he has mm-hmm. moments of that because it is a video game so yeah. it's like completely you have a yeah. lot less control on like being very specific with your moments but there's just parts of that when you're walking through these giant green mountains and you know it's simply like you're just delivering packages the whole thing yeah right <clears throat> and like it's but. sort of it's it's not distracting you feel, i feel like when i played it originally it felt like i was i was actually progressing similar to in a from software game just progressing naturally by mm-hmm. doing things and i told nick like when he plays it just to, like rush like just push through the story cuz i think it's more fulfilling than trying to cuz he does have video gamey stuff where like you can fi- like max out like people you deliver to mm-hmm. sometimes it's beneficial sometimes it's not so ben- it's like no point but he doesn't he doesn't like there's no disadvantage to not maxing everybody out, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you don't get an extra thing or anything. It's sometimes some people give you items that you can max out and get, like, the better version. But yeah. he, there's not as much video gamey stuff in Death Stranding, which I like. I feel like it's a real... it's for tr- Especially because it is a AAA game. Sony's yeah. behind it. Sony put their Rare. money into it. And it's completely... From... At like looking at other AAA games, it stands out, and I think it. it I always, I always thought Death Stranding was a good push for the game industry to try and do something that isn't so like generic, mm-hmm. that isn't like every other game. Because the thing about the God of War is that that formula is done like all the time. Yeah, it's not as especially like when the first one came out. It was like, oh, they kind of did it a little bit, you know, with more polish, you know, than other games were doing it. But then this is, I I mean, from what I've heard or what I've seen, it kind of just seems like they got the first one and just like didn't really improve upon the formula, but just like made more of that. Yeah, they just made it bigger and like longer and, you know, it looks prettier, but... That is, that's why I, I, while I was playing God of War, I restarted Death Stranding and I wanted to play that more mm-hmm. than God of War. God of War was <laughs> something that I had to make myself finish just to see, like, just to have, like, a real critique of it, mm-hmm. like, from beginning to end. Yeah. Whereas Death Stranding, I was like, I want to play this. And then it reminded me that Kojima started doing this sort of gameplay thing with MGS5 mm-hmm. is when he really started doing it because, and then I, you know, download, re-downloaded MGS5 and restarted it. Like, that game is, like, Death Stranding just, like, in a different... With Metal Gear and, mm-hmm. like, different... Like, you know, you have more active... It's action, It's more combat and action and stuff, but it's the same idea where you are the one creating the narrative and story. Because, like, that game is brilliantly designed. I think MGS5 is so amazing the way he just drops you into, like, this, this sandbox. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you decide where you want to go and what you want to do. Like, we won't tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you do your own recon, 
You do your yeah, own MGS everything. MGS5 like, has you know? a really nice flow yeah, to it. Yeah, it's not like, here's the mission. There's a guy right here. It's like, what do I got to do? Yeah, here? like, that's the thing. Is like, they'll give you a mission. Like, you have to get this guy or you have to mm. kill him or you can do it. But, like, they'll drop you in the world and, like, you go find him. Mm-hmm. You have to find him and then you have to decide how you want to approach. And there's a lot of games with that formula that don't actually make it feel like that. It makes you feel like every time you play a game like that, it feels like, oh, this is the right path to do it because it's easier. Yeah. Whereas MGS5 feels so much more like true to that statement. So you are the big boss. Yeah. You are actually, like you have the power to do anything because from the moment that game starts, you're, you're strong. That's why I told I said I liked about that game a lot too, is that it makes you feel strong from the get go. You don't feel like I don't like games that make you feel weak and you build. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. first five hours of the game is just trying to get to where like not every fight is a yeah. death, life or death. Whereas MGS Five, like you drop in and you're already like buff. You're mm-hmm. like you can do anything you want to anybody in that game, you know. And yeah. I think him he transferred that gaming that design philosophy over to death stranding and took it to an even more like a more uh what's the word like uh just maybe harder to not acknowledge but like get into it's a bit it's a it's a bit harder to um like adopt it like yeah it's harder because you see it and you're like wait you just deliver packages from a to b that's fucking boring but (laughs) then you think about games like minecraft which is like you don't get anything from it's a lot harder to adapt that type of storytelling into video games just by virtue of video games being an interactive medium yeah yeah, and like the thing is, is like, because Nick said he thought Death Stranding was, he gave like Death Stranding fucking blah, blah, blah. But then when Animal Crossing came out. Yeah, I was so irritated with the entire gaming community when Animal Crossing came out. Everyone was talking mad shit about Death Stranding. Like, UPS simulator, you walk around, it's boring. You don't do anything. And then Animal Crossing came out. I was like, oh my God, best game ever, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I played it for 4,000 hours. What the fuck do you do in that game? You're watering your plants, bro. Wow. I can water yeah. my plants in real life. So it was like Kojima kind of took that that meditative sort of gameplay. Mm-hmm. But then he tried to craft an entire narrative into it. Six, no, I get that. And it's like successful or not, that's your opinion. But I like... The fact that he even tried to do it is crazy ambitious. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, the whole joke is like the first strand type game. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I can. I got I, a lot of respect for Kojima, I though. I think it's funny and all, but I, I think when you actually kind of. When you look back and sort of take a bigger step back at the whole industry in general, you look at Death Stranding, and you're like, this is crazy that this even exists. Like, look at the Game Awards. Half the shit nominated, you're like, this is just like generic garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like Elden Ring was the big standout, you know? Yeah, yeah. and that's even just like a iteration. And that took of... like 10 years to get to. Yeah, it. Elden yeah. Ring feels like all of From Software's games. Like they took something they learned from every game mm-hmm. and, and they it made it. But like, yeah, they made it like a little bit more accessible. Yeah. But like, they didn't accessible make it too to, easy. Accessible to them is like barely a phrase. <laughs> well, yeah, like, like, I'm not, it's not like easy. But the, like that's the thing. Like there's a difference between easy and accessible. Yeah. Like, yeah. They made it accessible to people that have never played a From Software game. It's not Dark Souls Four. It's not you know. It's kind of funny because I've played a lot of their games and I'm struggling to get into the formula of it because of yeah. the truly open world is fucking with me. No direction at all. Oh yeah. And and, and that's like the same thing as, um, that's, you know, like MGS Five. Yeah, MGS Five. Like, Here's the world. <laughs> Like, go, go do what you're going to yeah. do, you know, yeah. find out where you want to go, you know, make your own story. And it's like, um, like, there's certain games that 
they they act like they do that. Like, here's open world. Do whatever you want. But then you go to like a certain like outpost, and, and then everything like, has map markers. The, the dudes like the like are way more powerful than you. You know, yeah. just like. I thought I was allowed to do whatever I want. Like, you, know you can, but... I actually like that up. open like, world design philosophy where enemies are... They don't scale with you. They're all set levels across the world. Yeah, but, like, if you go anywhere on, like, the Elden Ring map, like... You're, it's hard everywhere. Yeah, it's hard everywhere. So, it's like, Equally there's hard. not Doesn't one matter. person that's going to, like... So, yeah, yeah you it's get It's like, stronger. I'm getting my shit pushed in here. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> Fucking hate this game. I can't do anything. <laughs> I get my shit pushed in everywhere I go. I get killed by a random guy walking in the fucking hey, Who the like fuck is that guy? Why does it take me five minutes to kill basic enemies? Is, um, that, like, there are actual consequences in, like, there's pros and cons to the class you make and the build you make and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't use this weapon because you Honestly, kind of feel like restarting. A <laughs> class, like, yeah. and you're like, oh, shit, like, well, because, like, every other game, it's like, yeah, there's different classes, but you just use any weapon or whatever you want in the whole game. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. you, you might be, like, a little bit less powerful, with, but, like, you, you can, can make use it. Yeah. <laughs> Elden Ring, like, ten times harder on yourself by not thinking forward. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. then you get like you know thirty hours in, and you're like, uh, I really need more magic, and I don't have that. So. I went out there. I'm like fourteen hours in, and I'm like, damn, I should have done these few things differently. This yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, and I I compared from software's games to like the last couple, the last two projects Kojima's done because the thing about dark everything except Sekiro that's come out in the last mm-hmm. ten years, their whole point is that you're weak. Yeah, the world is harsh and brutal. And, you're and you weak. ain't shit. And you ain't shit. Like, you have to struggle. You're the struggler. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sekiro is the opposite, I told him. It's like, you're Samurai fucking badass. Action movies. You're badass mm-hmm. from, like, off-rip. Because, like, in the beginning, you lose your first big fight, and that gives you the motivation I love Sekiro because it's your experience with the combat system that dictates its difficulty and not really in-game mechanics yeah, so exactly. much. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, because there's Because no... you can new game plus it, and you could beat the guy that's supposed to kill you once you know how to play the yeah. fucking game like that's the, that's the dope thing is that they took out the real hard rpg elements and the other from soft from software mm-hmm. titles and they just made There's it some like, soft rpg elements in it now they made it where it's all combat because you are mm. a you are a samurai warrior you yeah know, you're, you're not like, gonna ninja. find a sword that's yeah. like oh the, this is a sword you have your one buddy. sword bitch <laughs> and it's all just on you to fucking deflect you gotta hit parry. the deflect and parry bro. you and gotta you, hit it right that's what my favorite thing about that game is you can kill people in one hit it makes you it's feel so nice so fucking cool like every character like every single enemy except like bosses and stuff mm-hmm. but like Small enemies from the get go, you can kill in a hit just with like mm-hmm. with even the small mini like a uh, area. I don't know what to describe them. The guys with two health bars. Yeah, yeah. You get the sneak the hit on them. And it, yeah. Then <laughs> like you can takes just, away one of their whole bars. It makes you feel strong. Yeah. You deflect and kill somebody, and it always looks makes you look cool. It makes you feel fucking it, when cool. you're good at that game and nothing can touch you. It, it feels, feels really you good. <laughs> you don't feel like that. Thing just hit where, like, perfect parries. You don't feel weak or perfect anything. deflects every few feet. The Mercury counter where someone tries to hit you the staff. The Mercury counter is so hard. Like you so step fun. on the end of their staff and stab them in the throat. Mercury counter goes it's hard. The coolest looking thing in the world, and that's what I think. And that's the, that's the thing of the the player. The narrative and the gameplay informing on each other mm-hmm. and building on it. Because I, I, I know a lot of people don't, but I think of video games as like a, a young art form. Where it, it is. It is a young art form, but it's like not taken seriously by itself yeah. yet because mm-hmm. nobody really knows what to do with it. Because you have so many different sides of it and 
people who play video games are such different types of people mm-hmm. that like not everyone's gonna have the same opinion of me people are gonna see death stranding and see it as like the dumbest shit ever created well that's just the problem with big triple a gaming isn't it you yeah. have to make a Something that will sell to everybody. Yeah, if you're going to spend that much money on it, it has to be... Which means it has to be fucking a little watered down. It's rare we get a game in AAA industry yeah, that's... Well, like, we're getting to the point where game like, game development is getting more accessible. That's why ga- a lot of games were like and better back then when it wasn't so expensive to make games when they could be made for like 40 people. And it's like, then now we're going to get like stuff that can really mess with the formula and everything. Yeah. And mm. that's like the cool thing. That's good. we're gonna start seeing. Um, I think even with like now we have Unreal Five, which is a lot like, easy, yeah, like a lot easier to develop Dude. on, and you can make really good looking games, and it doesn't cost millions of dollars. Have you guys uh, heard? I think it was it Warren Spector talk about making the first Deus Ex game. No, like he they they were way far into development and like made the whole game, and they're like, "Fuck, this isn't fun. <laughs> we need <laughs> yeah. to redo." So much shit. Yeah. <laughs> funny. You can't do that with games now. They're too expensive. Yeah. You if you fuck up with your pre-planning, it's over. It's just a bad game. Yeah, and I think with AAA, there's so few games that really capture that balance. You see it a lot with more indie games. Yeah. Like I look at games like Celeste, if you've never played it. It's like that side that platformer right that's why a lot of people go to indie games now to get their fix or for like creativity super meat, like shit like super meat boy or these games that have narratives like but um another game a triple a game that i thought did that well was uh 2018 doom and bioshock infinite and the original mm-hmm. bioshock as well because all three of those are triple a games but i think their gameplay like the way they the way it involve in it informs on the narrative like real, it makes that whole. I just want an experience when I play a game, which I think is lacking in a lot. Of, I don't like being taken out of an experience. Yeah. Like with with Doom twenty eighteen, when I first started playing, I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be some dumb shooter." It was so. And good. then you start playing it, and you're you just get sucked into this. Doom whole, Eternal is even better. I told. I even just started playing Doom Eternal recently. He's like, "Yeah, Nick, you were right. It goes hard." It's like, and it can be just <laughs> pretty a dumb much shooter if you don't like like really. And like, like, um, get into the mechanics of all the different guns and stuff. Like how to, like, make your way through a level. Like it's basically like you're trying to kind of speed run the level. Basically, yeah. like yeah, the oh, whole just, game like, is about the shotgun. This guy, grapple this guy, jump this way. Like, and then like you can basically speed run, or you can just walk through the level and like duck and dive and yeah. shoot and play like Call of Duty. And then yeah, you're not gonna have that experience. But once you like actually get the mechanics of the level and like, ooh, who do I have to kill to get more ammo to get to the next guy? Dude, to, that's like, some yeah, shit like, that I love about the the sequel, Doom Eternal. You are not allowed to play slow. It forces you to play fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and about Bioshock Infinite, which is my favorite Bioshock of the three. Mm-hmm. The the game. Well, first of all, the world is like the world. We you the, can talk about the world. The, wor- and the, the worlds story. in Bioshock go hard, but mm-hmm. the world and like the world, the world in Bioshock is even more special because it's obviously just like current, like America. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Is it's supposed to be like a mirror reflected at the dark side of all of American culture? Yeah. Um, but what I really always liked about the gameplay, people always had a problem with it. Like you read reviews of it, and people like people always bring up like the gameplay takes you out of like this this story because it's so overtly like actiony and violent. But I always saw the game the gameplay as being a meditation on violence, 
rather than taking away from the story. Like it's, it goes in hand because if you play the game, the whole main character, Booker, his whole world revolves around violence. Mm-hmm. And it's his it's this thing where he can't get out of it. It's like a necessary evil in his life. He can't escape. And it forces you into these situations that you just can't get out of. It's sort of like in Nightmare Alley, the whole narrative being like, this is something inevitable. You'll never be able to escape and you're just running away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's that in Bioshock even where everything is extremely violent and grotesque, but that's his world. And that's something he's always wanted to escape from, but he just can't. Mm-hmm. And this is like his last job, right? That's the whole game. It's like, after this job, I'm gone. I don't got to yeah. do this again. But you can't because this is, you're, it's just a circle narrative. It's like the mm-hmm. whole narrative is a circle as well, you know? Yeah, it's like that saying, like, the only way out is through. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I got to, like, do all this crazy shit, but then at the end, I'm going to be done. But then at the end, you realize, like, oh, no. You're you can't, just, it's yeah. your life. Like, <clears throat> no matter how hard you fight this violence, It'll never escape your life just because violence of the choices you made. Yeah, it, I mean, look at it's like uh, well, I mean, it's gonna be kind of funny, but like John Wick. Yeah, you know his his, his whole, whole world. Yeah, like he is like he's like, okay. I'm out. I'm done. You know, and then it's like, oh, you got pulled back in, and then now you're just in this a never ending circle of violence because you know the more people you kill, the more people you have to kill. Yeah, your action, all your actions have repercussions. That you may not see, mm-hmm. but they exist in the world. Um, yeah, on that, uh, I I finished God of War I think two days ago, and overall, like I th- the thing is that they have great actors. Mm-hmm. They have great actors playing these characters. They have mm-hmm. really. I just thought that the good moments were few and far between for a game that took me that was twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and I didn't do I did one side quest in the whole game. That's all mainline story, and it took twenty four hours yeah. to finish. That's too long of a game for me to ever think about replaying again just for those nice small moments that i liked yeah the intimate moments that were <laughs> a, abundant in the first game are very sparse yeah, didn't in the we second compare game. this to red dead when we were talking about it red dead 2 right you think so how like fucking i don't remember what we said though <laughs> Well, because like Red Dead Two is a sequel. We're talking about because I said if a sequel, if God of War Two won at the Game Awards over Elden Ring, that would have like that would have said a lot about the game industry. Mm-hmm. That a completely original idea that that during the like during a weird point in time, it connected the entire world somehow. A from software game, like everybody was talking about yeah, it and it, experiencing it, which is it's insane. the only from yeah. software game I've ever seen like blow up. Blow the way up, it right? did. Like. Everybody I knew, like, like before, you know, a game comes out and, like, a few guys that I know played it, you know, oh, I wanted to play that, I don't know, though. But this is the only one where it's like, yeah, everybody at least tried it, you know? It's like... <laughs> yeah, like, it was crazy how it just took control of the entire culture of video games mm-hmm. where everybody got in on it. And, and people were asking, like, oh, have you played Elden Ring, you know? It's like, the only time... You ever hear that? It's like, oh, did you get the new Call of Duty? Yeah. You know, but everybody was like, did you play Elden Ring yet? You I know? think what Elden Ring did was something that From Software always try to do with their games, but can never just get a big enough audience. Was the idea of you looking at someone like, did you get to this thing? Like, how did you yeah. do that? Did you see <laughs> this thing? How did you do that? Whereas, like, you just they wanted their players to discuss 
the lore and world of the game rather them tell you what it is. Yeah. They wanted you and the people around you to talk about what you think is going on and what it all means. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, did you find that journal? It's like, yeah, nah, what journal? It's like, yeah, oh, like it's that. this fucking crypt. And it's like, but it tells you the story about this guy, you know? Or and for you know. the longest time, they've only had that in the form of Wikipedia pages because, mm-hmm. you know, the fan wikis, they do that among themselves. They'll talk mm-hmm. about the lore and, like, they'll write down what they all think it all represents and, like, the lore of certain characters. <clears throat> but they've never had it in such an immediate way where players actually playing the game in real time are talking once to one another mm-hmm. over, you know, Twitter or just, like, or in real life or whatever about the game. Like, mm-hmm. people were... People were playing that after work and then going to work the next day and talking about Elden Ring. Yeah, it was like the, a TV show. You know, it's like, oh, did you see what happened on Which Elden Ring last week? Fucking like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, go yeah. look back when, like, you talk about Demon Souls, and that was like a niche game on the mm. PS3 that very few people played. And it's like, <clears throat> and yeah. And then Dark like, Souls got a cult status. Even though Demon Souls got, like, a, an HD remake on PS5. It's still not like that was even more niche because no one had a fucking PS5. Yeah, so it, it is good by the way. <laughs> yeah, it still didn't make catch strong. like a second wind. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, because one is basically overshadowed by Elden Ring, and two, <laughs> nobody had a PS5, so yeah, everyone's like, well, I don't, I can't play Demon Souls, but I'll play Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, and Demon Souls was overshadowed by Dark Souls, the sequel, mm-hmm. which got way bigger. And then you know, Dark's like I, I said, like Dark, the f- most important game developer of the last 10 years was from software mm-hmm. because they really changed yeah, easily the idea of developing for tr- like mainstream games like everybody cop like every decade there's every a game, game now that's coming out has their own shitty version of from genre. software it's combat either, system it's either from software combat or batman combat yeah. and yeah. those two combat systems have taken a hold of the game and god of war trying to combine those two it didn't work <laughs> no because i said this to nick it's same thing with the jedi fallen order game yeah, they're trying to yeah. make an action game out of from software combat it, it just doesn't, doesn't yeah work. it doesn't yeah. feel good because like from software games usually have a level of pace and slowness mm-hmm. to them Cause like you're supposed it's to. It's all think very about, methodical. You're supposed to think about what you're doing. You commit to actions, and if you fuck up, you yeah. gotta take it slow. Whereas God of War is like they just throw enemies that move really quickly at you in a small space, mm-hmm. and like you're just the camera's so fucking close. to Yeah, you. they make it so that you're just you just can get hit. You're gonna get hit like mm-hmm. no matter what, like ninety percent of the time. The only time it succeeds on what it's doing is in one v ones. Yeah, like if it's a one v one, ones are good. Nobody can fucking touch me. I will fuck up every boss in that game in a 1v1 like off rip because, <laughs> because it is just like Dark Souls I'm like this is easy These are yeah but we have like six guys coming at you and they're all moving fast they do weird attacks and yeah like, like uh, Dark Souls even barely facilitates that those encounters are you hard can't even, yeah. you can only like unless you do a, a power and they move, have, they're like designed like one person at a time fucking, so yeah, it's like, like the first area in Bloodborne where it's the town square and it's just jam-packed of enemies yeah. is so separate from what you do in Dark Souls. Yeah. Where they're like, no, you gotta be fast. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's not as bad as God of War where these enemies are like jumping at you. Fucking yeah, God of War's fucked up. all these dumb magic attacks. You're like, I, what am I supposed to do against this? Like, <laughs> this is fucking annoying. Because that's... <clears throat> I never felt the game was challenging. I just felt it was annoying. Like, I'm not losing funny, because of my yeah. skill. I'm losing because of the way the game designed mm. is designed. Is God of War Ragnarok, annoying. when they was first coming out, and I saw some gameplay of it, and they were talking about, bro, they added new shields that do different things. I was so fucking excited there would be a new mechanic in that bare-bones shit combat system. Yeah. But it's, like, do they do like, think um, something useful? It's like, you know, uh, I, I play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm a DM. 
And if you want to like, like just like screw screw up your whole party, just throw like twenty enemies at them. Yeah. Don't throw a huge boss with a thousand health points because they'll just kill it real easy. But like, if you have like twenty enemies, yeah. then they like they could just get overrun, and they could be like twenty like little batshit enemies that don't really mm-hmm. do much. But because there's so many of them, like your party will either split up trying to fight them all. Or they, but they just either they all just get overrun and it's just yeah. like that's the way, the best way to TPK your your yeah. your crew is just throw a bunch of enemies at them and those encounters suck because they're not like <laughs> fun for them because I'm rolling like twenty times yeah every time they roll once you know that sucks for them you know <laughs> yeah yeah and that's like that's that's why I think multiplayer games are so much more popular than the AAA mm-hmm. narrative ones is because they make. The reason, like, but it's hard to consider a lot of multiplayer games like in the same vein as a lot, a lot of those narrative things because, like, their whole point is just you, right, being mm. the main character. Like, you play Call of Duty, it's all you. It's all yeah. intrinsic motivation. Yeah, it's really. all just like your own personal motivation. Yeah. But when outsiders see that, like, my girlfriend sees a multiplayer game that's like Call of Duty, it's the most boring shit in the yeah, world. Yeah, it is because like, it is. It's the most boring game to watch. Yeah, because you're in a building. You're See, I, uh, shit, I tend to struggle with intrinsic, intrinsic motivation in those types of multiplayer games. Like, you've seen me get tired of Call of Duty real quick and that kind of shit. Yeah, whereas for where I'm me, like, dude, I want to play this. <laughs> a lot of multiplayer games have to do with my interaction with mm. friends while I play. Them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the best part. That's something that like no single player game can ever touch that is like the time you're playing with your buddies i can play a shit game with my friends yeah and garfield kart we just played garfield kart <laughs> yeah. last night it, was it has the fun. best time dude <laughs> or and then like i like even playing like warzone playing multiplayer games like the little stories you make with your friends is like the best part like we ran to the team and with freaking uh proximity yeah, chat proximity we're just chat. talking shit to them dude and we would purposely kill like three of them, let them buy them back, and like chase them across this whole fucking map, <laughs> talking shit to them the whole time. Yeah. And like, it was the funnest night ever, dude. We were just like, yeah, it's the fucking goof troop again. <laughs> and they're like, all oh, these motherfuckers are back. And we just like, it's yeah. the best time, dude. And you can't like write dumb shit like that in a video game, you know? It's just nah. like, single, pl- you never get that with a single player experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's an irreplaceable experience. Yeah. You need really. like, Spectacle. You need storytelling. You need acting to it's, make anything close to that in a single player experience. Whereas a multiplayer experience, we can get shit like that playing Gar- Garfield yeah, cards. That's, like, that's what's special about the video game art form is that they mm-hmm. have that power for you as an individual to create your own thing, mm-hmm. your own story. And uh, I think Ko- Kojima kind of does that with Death Stranding because the game's online. It's not always online, but it has an online functionality. But the thing is, is that. The online functionality is really unique, where people build build things around the yeah, world to like help you traverse, like a like a wire, a, or a bridge, yeah. a zip line, you know, shit like that. And that's one of the coolest things in the game is that first of all, it's also unique that you only can like things, you can't dislike things. Oh, okay. So it has like that sense of it too. But there was there's always a like it was such a cool moment in that game where like oh man. There's just a bridge bill. Oh, that makes everything so much easier. Or somebody could like kept building this road how, in this area. How hard is it as a player to build something? It's not hard. That's the thing is that he makes it easy. It's supposed to be just like a like you do it mm-hmm. for yourself, but you also do it for others, which is the benefit of it. Yeah. Like when I played, I put mad. I made zip lines that went from across the entire world almost, mm-hmm. so that you can just. 
you never have to walk. You just hit zip lines the is whole there, way, and you're like zoom, 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 right. zoom. But <laughs> like, let's say I join the game right now. Is everything anybody ever built in the game for me, or do I have to join like a specific server or something? See, I don't know how that works technically, because I don't, because I don't think you can. I don't think every the whole game's on one server just because I don't think that would technically work. Yeah, the, it's not the a, game's bought, It's got to be based on like clusters. Yeah, of clusters. like content. But the thing is that when you see when you start the game, I think the start of the game is the same for everybody because it's pretty closed off. Like the first two chat when it yeah. gets opened up is when you start seeing shit that's been built, and then that like changes the whole experience for you. Yeah, so you, you and I played like... it. I got it when it launched. I got it the day the night it came yeah. out. So, like, when I played it, I saw it being built up. And I was more interested in when, like, if I was ever going to let Nick borrow it, seeing how much the world changed from, by from, the time yeah. I stopped. <laughs> because the thing is that everything degrades as well. Okay. And so. some, but, like, other people can repair it if they want to keep it up. But it, over time, it will degrade just like everything in real life. And now I'm going to play the director's cut, and I did not get this at launch. I got this recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested when I get to the really open part to seeing how much shit is in the world that's been built by other players. That's cool. And that's one of my favorite things about Death Stranding was that whole idea, you know, in the game, which I thought was a completely unique, a unique, uh, multi, like, multiplayer system. Same thing from software has with the note system. The fucking invading as well. The notes are tight, the too. The notes are, like, roll through yeah. this, like, like roll. and like It's like wall. players helping players. It's yeah. fucking hype. Yeah, We're I, fucking I, you over. I, I love the like, ones that... One was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like... Jump. It's okay. You won't die. Yeah. Try, like, jumping. <laughs> Try jumping. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, whenever you see a clip, Dude, the like, players that play Elden Ring and Lee's messages are such degenerates. It's so fucking funny. It's like the best troll you can You'll do see shit like, like uh, time for two-handing, and it's someone doing the emote of grabbing two statues nuts. <laughs> like, or like when you can sneak up behind an enemy, there'll be something like placed behind them. It's like time for butthole, and it's like because you're right fucking behind. It's so corny, man. Yeah, like but that's cool. It's that's, funny. That's another cool molt like way of introducing mm-hmm. multiplayer or invasions where somebody from another place can just come in and ruin your whole fucking day. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Or they. Yo, it's, I've only gotten and I haven't. Got, I've only gotten NPC invasions because I'm on PS5. Yeah. I have not gotten a real player invading me yet. I think, I think I've gotten it before, like. In, and from software games in general, I've gotten... Oh, like, yeah, I've gotten games. real players invading. It's fuck. They normally fuck you up because they've been playing for, like, yeah, 400 they're hours. They're, like, New Game Plus twice, and, you know, they have... New everything. Game Plus 7 maxed out. This is my build. Yeah. Fuck you, kid. Or, uh... Yeah, I think that's what is... I, that's, I feel very jaded about the whole AAA thing. And I know that people... There's people who that's for. People love... I'm never gonna like people loved God of War Ragnarok, and as I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. It's, it's to just to me, it, it was to the... it was disappointing to me in general, yeah. and it, I thought it was something. But then again, like I I really enjoyed Last of Us Part Two, mm. and I know people hated the fuck. Out I don't of that even game. care to play it honestly from the amount that I've seen. <laughs> I know everybody hated it, and to me, I thought narratively it was overall fulfilling and like the things that people they did that people hated i thought well no narratively from what i saw it doesn't feel like what's the name of the uh the one that kills them joel abby why is she special and she gets to live out her life without the repercussions of revenge ellie's gotta like 
break this cycle with the defense. It yeah. seems kind of like I think that's the, they try to do the, favoritism, like fucking trying to make the main character's life harder than. It's not like well, consistent that's, narrative. That's the thing of being a quote unquote main character. Yeah, but it's not a consistent no, narrative. It's favoritism. It's, it's not from real. the writers. Well, it's, it's not narrative. bad because like when you play it, like Abby goes through her own traumas yeah, as well throughout the story. Like, at the, I mean, at the shit? end of the game, you find your fucking like crucified on a. Cross. I haven't played. I only. I only. Yeah. This is an interesting perspective because I only know it based from on Twitter. fan reaction. From like, Twitter, yeah, and what people have said about the story. <laughs> well, like because like this is what's interesting about this game is that. They do a dual narrative where Abby kill uh, spoilers. Yeah. Nobody cares. Dude, no, it's Abby fucking, no kills cares, Joel, bro. and that like takes that room that takes everything from Ellie's life. Dude, it also shot it, it for me because I read the script before it fucking yeah. came out. That leak. But then it's you're saying that Abby doesn't go through anything, but then you go into Ellie kills every one of Abby's friends through the whole progress of that game. Yeah, and by the end of the game, they're in the the same the same boat. That's why the old game opens with the fucking boat on the start mm-hmm. menu because both of them are on the same proverbial boat where Ellie lost everything and then Abby lost everything because of her actions against You Ellie. see, no one brings up that shit on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because they're fucking stupid. Because you only have 140 <laughs> characters on Twitter. So you'd be like, I hate Abby. No, or... no one brings it up anywhere. There was like no well, discussion of the it. dual narrative. Like they fucking hated it. See, because like, this took me time to get to because when I played, I played, I just, I did a nick and I sped run it in two days and it made. I don't really like the feeling of binge running games because it's hard to really absorb what's like going the story on. Because you just feel fatigued after you're like, fuck, oh, it's over. I mean, it's you over. do, but <laughs> like, because when I finished Last of Us Part Two, I was like, okay, there's a lot of things I liked. The lot. I think it has the best lighting engine in any game. I could see that made in the last fucking like twenty years. It's fun. I was like dream- having dreams about the lighting, some lighting scenarios <laughs> they created in that game. But the story, I was like, oh, I didn't really like it because it was really long. They they increased the length of the game exponentially compared to the because Last of Us one was like what twelve hours, maybe fifteen. Yeah, yeah. This well, one was like two stories. This one was like twenty four. Yeah, it was like twelve each. And I was like, oh, I don't really like when they made me just, they forced me to play Abby. Like, I just want to play Ellie. But then, like, even just now, like, kind of looking back on the game, like, oh, it's necessary. Because I'm hearing what Nick said, where, like, Abby doesn't really go through anything. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, she does. She loses all her friends. It, that's <laughs> You switch. That's, the whole thing is a, a mor- morality. Is I'm kind of glad I haven't played it for this perspective here. <laughs> yeah, the whole game is about morality and vengeance and what it really means and what, it, what you're left with, right? And, like, switching between those two scenarios you're on the other side of a coin whereas ellie is trying to get revenge abby's already gotten her revenge yeah and now everything's being taken away from her that got taken away from ellie and it it leaves it's this circle narrative something that's i've always really enjoyed is a circle narrative something that always brings you especially if it's constructed well like with guillermo doing nightmare alley where it's a perfect circle that shit is a masterpiece but like this Last of Us Part Two has that circle narrative as well, and it's this giant journey about vengeance and you know that morality of what you're left with. And to say like Abby didn't like didn't lose every lose anything, it's because you haven't played the game. Yeah, you know? like when you play okay, it, you're like, oh, I get it, and it's really smart decision that they did that. You know, it's just funny it's how like much Ellie the internet sees, fucking hated that game. Yeah, Ellie sees like the end of her road if she yeah. continues down her vengeance. That's road. why she pulls the punch. She's like, yeah. I. It's it doesn't it that's the thing I don't like about games when people understand things right away. That's what's so great about the Kratos they did in the new games is that like 
he's learning. He doesn't know everything. He knows how to fight and shit, but he doesn't know how to be a dad. Yeah, He's like, learning how to be a father and listen to his kid as he grows up, which is the best part about God of War Ragnarok, the small moments where he's... Because his son's growing up. He's becoming a man, and he can't like fight that. And he tries to, but it, it doesn't work. Like He just has to embrace... That his son is different from him is gonna make his own decisions, and that he has to respect yeah. it. And this is a dude that like killed a pantheon of gods. Yeah, and <laughs> he, he does, like, and he has his own father as a mirror to that. Yeah, because his father was a piece. His father was Zeus. Yeah, and his father threw him out, like mm-hmm. kicked him fucking to, to Sparta, which is the worst place to grow up if you're a kid. <laughs> you know, and like, and he's trying to not be what his dad was. Yeah, I I also love what That's they did good. with Thor in the Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. We, I, I don't like wait, if you ever play it like Thor what they do with Thor is what I also really like uh, they do another like kind of smearing kind of narrative with him and Kratos but that I I, I still I, I, I still I think Last of Us 2 was really good I thought it was so much better than what people were saying about it because I heard the Twitter shit too yeah. and, and then my brother bought it because we liked The Last of Us yeah. Part 1 because it was a really good game and then replaying the second one, I was like, why do people hate this so much? Like, I'm playing it, and I'm like, yeah, the gameplay stuff is... I mean, the biggest complaint I had was gameplay, because it was just like Last of Us Part 1. But, you know, you can get past everything without killing people, killing out without having to kill a majority of people, which I thought was really cool. And I just didn't understand why people hated it so much. I know why, because they're like, oh, they killed Joel? Fucked it. But then you think, like, Joel wasn't a good guy. Yeah, he, he was like the end of the first game. He makes one of the most like atrocious moral such a good decisions. Ending, yeah, though. like <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's his cross to bear. That's what he has to deal with, live with, and he did that because of his feelings for. Yeah, but I don't know if you can attribute that to the failure of the audience for not being of minor, or the failure of the developer for not making. No, I'm Abby gonna, more curs- No, what am I trying to say the, the, it's. It's the Everybody, audience's fault because the audience falls into fan fantas like fandom because they're like oh I love Joel and Ellie like because they see that game. I like there's a right way to kill off a character that's beloved. No, there and isn't. They didn't. No, 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 because the thing is, death is not. You can't glorify death. Death isn't nice anyway. You they killed Joel in the perfect way, and the he got killed with a fucking golf club because that's the world. Yeah, he's not gonna get like the big like fucking Lord of the Rings ending. Where, but like, I think if they like, did ah, that, people would probably like it better. Fucking because that's <laughs> fan shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, if he went out and he killed a few of the people that were holding him hostage, and he fucking like, you're probably right. You know, or, or he like stopped a bomb from killing somebody. Or whatever. Yeah. bullshit is like no. He got captured. He got his ass beat by a girl. Yeah, and then got golf club to death. And was like, oh god. I wonder how much that um. That, contributes you know, to it. Game, the, uh... game gamers hate women for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, really? She took down Joel? He's like a man. That, that, that's like, he's like a 65-year-old like... white dude. You think he can do that much? That's literally the developers like killing the white hero protagonist yeah. with a strong female character. Like, what? Yeah, that's the whole woke thing. They're like, dude, this game's so fucking woke. It's a... and, and Ellie's a lesbian? I'm like, yeah, obviously she's a lesbian. That was in the first game. That's part of the yeah, DLC. That was in the DLC. It's in the lore. But, uh, That's not canon. <laughs> another game that does that is when Modern Warfare 2 killed Ghost. 
Wasn't uh, that like he wasn't? It wasn't a. Good, I really liked that. It yeah. wasn't like a nice death. He just gets shot in the head. And it they just burn is his how body. it is. And Ghost was like torturing a dude like thirty minutes before that, yeah. like in a garage. So it's like he was a really nice dude. Yeah, like, like this <laughs> war, you know, that's the whole thing. And to say that I thought what they do with Last of Us is that people like had this weird rose-colored glasses about that game were like, oh, Joel's such a good guy. Joel's like... It's like, no, he killed, like, innocent doctors. Because we're in a world where... Well, humans, yeah, they probably definitely brought, like, protagonist bias to yeah, the second like that, game. But we're, like, Last of Us in, in general is a world about a game where humans are sparse. And now we're still fighting each other and killing each other when... We would should have come together for mm-hmm. some for something, but for some reason we still can't fucking get Regardless along. Regardless of all this, though, I still feel like the second game is unnecessary in terms of story. No, I I thought that too. I thought that last because yeah, I remember you. Uh, we talked about this that. a while ago. Last of Us Two like, should have been made. The first game was like the perfect story wrapped up. Like I thought, Last of Us Two should have been made, but it's not my place to say yeah. what should be continued. Because if Neil Druckmann, the guy who made the first fucking game, yeah. was like, "I want to make a sequel," based, I'm like, "That's your call, G." Like. Yeah. James Cameron's like, I want to make a second Avatar. Like, Sucks though. You can do that. You're yeah. you made the first one. You can make the second one. Kojima said, I thought Death Stranding did a new sequel, but apparently Kojima was like, There's good. I need to make a Death Stranding too. Dude, the reaction to that announcement was so funny. On it just kind of felt like ah, this fucking guy again. Yeah, <laughs> but like <laughs> if Kojima says now. he needs a Death Stranding too, I'm like, I guess there's a reason for a Death yeah. Stranding. Yeah, I'm too. curious to see what he does for sure. Yeah, sequels are never necessary, but it's like. If there's a good story to tell, tell it. Like I, I'll I'll give anything a pass. Like I might actually play Last of Us two one day to see why it's so fucking yeah. divisive. There's a lot it, of shit I'm curious about. It's like if it. you have a story to tell, I uh, I hate the. I'll be interested. I hate the like you write a first movie or a first game, or whatever, but you write it just to set up a sequel. Like, I hate get that. the hell out of here with that shit. That's the but worst, I, right? Where they because you're just assuming. Off what I do actually like though is um. A story, a big story written that's broken up into parts. That's fine. Not to set up sequels, but the whole story's pre-written. Yeah, for like quality. Kill Bill one and two. Like it's a yeah. whole story, and they just had to break it up into two movies. Yeah, but like, don't make fucking Morbius and yeah, end of Morbius do. try to set it's up a Morbius two before you put the movie out. Like nobody cares that's about lame. that bullshit. Yeah, I, I hate that. Right? It's like like Spider Man, right? Like the original Spider Man's. Like those movies are. They're their own movies mm-hmm. that just happen to have sequels. Like, you know, like the end of Spider-Man 1. Could have been a, the end. That's yeah. just the, That could have been the last movie. But then they made a second one, and it's even better than the first one. And then that, the end of that could have been its own thing. It could have just been its own thing. And, you know, we don't know the third one. I am pretty <laughs> curious to play. And they the could have made a third two, movie, but they definitely didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have observed the outrage so much that I know everything mm-hmm. everyone said about it. Yeah. I just think and I'm like, curious if my opinion could be the, swapped easily. Yeah. I just think like with the how, world how we live in right now, with like multiverses and extended universes and all that bullshit, like people are always like chomping at the bit to make a universe and make yeah. sequels and stuff. And yeah. it's like <sighs> like speaking like a few years ago, Knives Out came out. It was a good movie. Oh, yeah, you then, saw the second one? Yeah, I saw the second one, and I really liked the second one, too. You know, I like those movies. I like Ryan Johnson. But after the end of Knives Out, there wasn't, like, Benoit Blanc will return. And it was yeah. like, <laughs> no, he just made a movie. It was good. People liked it. Someone said, hey, I'll pay you to make more of these. And he said, yeah. you know what? I can make more of these, and I'll write a good one. Yeah, because you know? they're they're supposed to be the mid, like the, the whodunit novels, yeah, where so they you, all have their own ending, and they're mm-hmm. all their own novel, but then you can just keep making different mysteries. It doesn't really, they don't have yeah, to be connected. But at the end of 
the first movie it wasn't like Chris Evans in a jail cell like writing up plans yeah. to escape or anything. It was just like, no, that movie's over. We have a whole new story, whole new, ca- and I love that and a like, whole new like like feeling and genre. Yeah. Right? I haven't seen it yet, but I know he talked about that because like Agatha Christie novels is a major influence on the mm-hmm. Knives Out things, and he said that. The thing she did was that every novel felt like a different genre. Like it wasn't just a, the same who done it. It was yeah. like, oh, some of them were like horror, like straight up horrors, and some of them were hard mysteries, yeah. and other ones were thrillers, and some of them were actions. You know, like yeah. And then maybe Knives Out Six, all the villains <laughs> from all the Knives Out movies will get together yeah. and capture Ben Wobbler, and then they'll jump the shark and whatever. But like just for now, just like let us have these independent, like independent of everything else movies. Like, make a movie. Don't try to sequelize it, like, <clears throat> off the cuff. It's yeah, and what's like, cool is that it just revolves around the detective. So yeah. it's not like there's a bunch of reoccurring characters. It's just his cases, yeah. which I like, you know, which is the cool, like, mystery novel thing. <laughs> the, be- the, the best part about this new one is, like, everybody freaked out because they, they revealed he's gay. <laughs> really? And, <laughs> and the, the, and like, the only, like, and it's not like they, like, it was a big grand reveal or anything. He just like gets a knock at the door and like uh, Hugh Grant answers. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant answers the door. <laughs> nice. And it's like, oh, it's for you. And it's like, that's all. Like, it wasn't like, oh, and I'm gay and they make out or anything. Like, it's just like, <laughs> but everybody freaked out. They're like, they made Benoit Blanc gay. It was like, he, was he ever why? said straight? I was like, he was like singing show tunes in the car in the first movie. Why like, is the internet still afraid of gay people? I don't know. Like, wait. Oh, yeah, it's like, wait, in the first movie, they just, like, you just, just like, why did you even care if he was straight or not? I yeah, thought he it was didn't about have a him. love interest in the first movie I thought anything. it was about him solving a murder. That's like that shit from Batman where they're like, bro, Jim Gordon's black? The fuck? Like, who cares? <laughs> he's literally, That like, was ridiculous. He's a like, cop character. He could be anybody as long yeah. as he has a mustache. <laughs> that's all he needs is a mustache. And like, oh, that's Jim Dude, Gordon. The internet's crazy, man. Yeah, I don't because, like... That. The internet's in this weird point where they're like eating themselves. Yeah, they're like trying to fight the idea of like we're change, not, change, and they're like, but then what's they're like? Oh, I don't want every anything to change, but also I'm not acting like how I was when I was like ten years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I do understand of, like, the argument, the one argument that they have, where it's like when you make a character's entire personality the fact that they're gay, they're a bad character. Yeah. It's that, kind of that's my problem bad writing. with the character in Parks and Rec that Billy Billy. I, Billy Eichner, but that's like their only argument yeah. they have, and they'll bitch about like anything, even like, like well-written stuff. Because yeah. like in the Office, you have Oscar, and he's gay, and that's just a part of his character. But in the Parks and Rec, they have this other—I forget his name—but he's gay. But that is his whole character. It's just he's a gay guy, and he's flamboyant, and everything he says is just like, oh, oh like I'm gay, you know, pretty much. Yeah, and I think that like, can be in a that can be like stereotypical at a certain point where you're like, oh, that's the gay guy. Yeah, this but, is the black one. This is the white one. This is the gay one. You know, it Oscar becomes that was just like Oscar, but yeah. he just was gay. I just think that's like TV writing, though. That's like straight up TV writing. Like we need yeah. the, like, we need the gay one. Yeah, but like look at like I, Modern Family. They had like the gay couple, but they were like had like an actual character to them. Yeah. And there's like a story with But then them you can say that's good TV writing. And yeah, that's good things, TV writing. Other, there's bad there's a lot of bad TV yeah, writing in There's general. just a lot of bad writing in the world in of sitcom. Oh, in the world of sitcom, it's rare to get anything good coming out of it. <laughs> you know? Um so Yeah, the, the, where, everyone's how, how, bitching everyone bitches about everything on Twitter. I I remember thinking in my head I'm like there's probably there's somebody in this world That'll see something like Django Unchained and be like, woke bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) 
like a movie about a black guy who was a slave killing white people. He's like, dude, this movie is such woke, woke bullshit. Oh my god! And he'll mean it. Like he will mean that. Like, Unironically, you know, there's people that just think that way, and it's, it's so weird. That's so. Where are these people? The South. <laughs> there, I saw a comment that was really funny. There's a character in God of War named Ag Abdullah. She's a giant, and she's played by a black girl. Yeah. And there was a black guy on YouTube. He's like, how is Agadola played by a black girl? She's like always drawn as like a green woman or a white redhead. And somebody in the comments said, he, this guy doing the clan's work for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, who gives a shit? That's pretty she, funny. I was like, why does she care if she's black? Like, Dude, she's the, no, the character. The fucking Little Mermaid thing. <laughs> Yo, Kratos. <laughs> That was so funny. Kratos like, is voiced by a black dude. Yo, yeah. new Those are the other comments. Like, dude, just wait till he finds out Kratos is I love that shit. <laughs> new Little Mermaid dropped and was like, what? Black? I can't watch uh, this. Bro, they're blackwashing our, what was our Disney animated movies. I'm like, for the Little Mermaid blows on its own. And now you, like, you're a grown adult being like, I can't believe there's a black girl playing Yo, Ariel. As long as, dude, as, long as it's Eric's well still written, white, I, I don't care. care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as long as Prince Eric is white, I'm st- I don't care. You're like, as long as it's well written, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Even then, you're like, it's gonna be a bad live action Disney movie. Yeah, so I don't, I don't fucking care about. They it. haven't hit one. Disney live action so bad, bro. They're gonna make, they're gonna make, uh, you know, flounder, purple and blue, dog. Like you just know it. Yeah, like I love those memes that are like the. Like the black Twitter ones, like what people think Little Mermaid is gonna be be like when because it's black now, and it's like hood trap shit. And like the one, like, oh god, no! She's like, yo, look at this place, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Look at this place. So strong. Isn't it neat? Slapping I grew my up on ass the on top of this fish. <laughs> I grew up on the street. <laughs> no, it's like hood ratchet shit because it's Ariel, but. Like it doesn't. Why does it matter? If she's black. Like it. It literally. It doesn't really matter. Yo, man. I just want to see her. I want to see how she twerks with that tail. That's all so I want to see. Bitch made now. I just want to see how she. I can understand the. I don't know the slight frustration of pre-established characters being changed, but I don't care if the writing's good. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. Good. Who gives a fuck? You know what, dude? Ever since she Hulk twerked. The whole world's been upside down. I don't know. She-Hulk does look like a, a right. shit show, though. Yeah, but She-Hulk <laughs> is inherently a dumb character, too, yeah, if you read like, the source material. like she, It's, it's like just not... Nonsense. It's not serious. Yeah. Like, don't take it seriously. Why are you taking it seriously? It's a stupid, like, comedy show. It's a sitcom, basically. It's a sitcom set in the Marvel Universe that people want to take seriously for some reason. Yeah, they want to take Marvel movies seriously. Marvel's, though, dude, Marvel fell off so hard after Endgame. Bro, I can't believe that. That was it. They, they were trying to tell us, like, this is the end, guys. This is the end game. This is it. Like, not really. Not we're going to keep going. 18 phases, guys. Not watching them. Bro, Guillermo was the blueprint for all these comic book movies. If you like, you watch like like Blade Two and the Hellboy One and Two movies. That's the blueprint for yeah. every fucking yeah. comic book movie now. Like Hellboy Two is fucking funny. I really and like I, the Hellboy. You movies. watch Hellboy Two, you're like oh, this is what Marvel like just ripped off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just not to a good extent because you know Guillermo's a special individual, but. Like you know, he has like he Guillermo's Guillermo, built different. He's a man. distinct voice because he's an actual filmmaker. Like yeah. he's a writer, director, filmmaker. Like, yeah, he's he has not... his distinct vision. Whereas Marvel movies, like, just give it to somebody. When the dis- when the when is James Gunn available? No, when Gunn? when the distinct vision is the executive producer, you have some fucking that's, problems. Yeah, <laughs> like that's when the... Kevin Feige is like your visionary, you have a fucking nah, problem nah, in the artistic here's sense. A, here's yeah. The thing, 
But if you, like, we you give someone too much control, you get fucking Thor, Love, and Thunder. Like, Eddie, we talked about That's this before, the right? Problem. Like, the, the real merit of, like, the Marvel movies was, like, it was impressive to see a universe so built up over our yeah, lives. Yeah, but look at John Favreau. But that's, like, it. Like, it's run you know? its course. Like, he started it, he and, like, started... Iron Man 1 is still the best yeah. Marvel movie. It's pretty it, good. But it's, like, they didn't have so much control over it. Like, John Favreau, like, like, let's see what he does with it. And then, but then, ever since then, it's just like a copy of a copy of a copy. Like everybody's trying That's to what do. I don't like the Iron Man shit. Yeah. Is that like a lot of times they get like Chloe Zhao? They got her to do the Eternals, and Chloe Zhao is like a crazy good director. Like Nomadland yeah. and the songs I, I learned from my brother and shit. Like she's made like r- films that are really special and unique. And then she does the Eternals, and she has to fit this mold. Yeah, but and that's the problem. Like, the fuck don't get is. like auteur directors or people that have a vision or people that a visual style. Just get a gun for hire if that's what you want. Get a gun for hire. But I mean, but, look what happened to Sam Raimi, the guy who was like the big mar. He did Spider Man, and look what they did mm-hmm. to that guy. <laughs> that always sucks. <laughs> God, that always sucks. And that's Sam Raimi. He's a legend. I love Sam Raimi. That Evil Dead. Sucked. You know, like he's a fucking legend, horror um, legend. They're like, you can't I, go too far. I think the be- like when <laughs> when Marvel does best, either they get someone with a good like they sense, get someone that gels with their gels, vision. Yeah, like <laughs> you're not trying to cram a square into yeah. a circle peg. You get a circle peg director and you put it into the circle of Marvel. Yeah, and it, like James Gunn. James yeah. Gunn, yeah, because James Gunn does what they do better. Yeah, yeah, because that's been like, like his whole career. Yeah, that funny, actiony kind of like weird sense of humor. Like he just meshes with that, and then they like, give him Guardians of the Galaxy. That's perfect. He killed like, it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but you can't get. Like you're never gonna get Quentin Tarantino to direct a freaking Marvel movie. It's like that's that's a star. This summer, that's Quentin a star Tarantino's peg going into a circle. Multiverse of madness. <laughs> nah, I don't know. It's all this. Yeah, the internet's a bunch of bitches. <laughs> don't try to please the internet or be friends with them. That's yeah. What, yeah. See, we don't care what the internet thinks about us here at Dog Cop. No. While well, we, we post just... our podcast to the internet. <laughs> yeah, but nobody listens. Yeah, no one listens to this shit. Um. Let, so let's do a little bit of best and worst. All right, Bruh. you gotta give, you gotta, give your, best, your one best and worst. You gotta go and My use one, one best and worst. So what, like best? Uh, so the, it, I like movies. Let's say best movie. Movie of the year, movie Mad the God. Year. Mad God. Yeah, you yeah. might be right, Eddie. <laughs> I said uh, Mad God for me. I don't, I don't think I. It's either I Mad God or what else came out this year? Guillermo, this big. Either Someone Mad remind God me. Mad God or Guillermo's Pinocchio. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Guillermo's Pinocchio or Mad God? Hey, what's me? all the good shit that came out this year? I don't remember. Uh, for me, I think the best movie I've seen this year, uh, Red Notice. I'm just <laughs> um, shit. Decision to Leave just came out. The new Park Chan Wook movie. I haven't seen it yet though. I've been meaning to watch it. Um, I haven't seen Triangle's Sadness yet. Um. I haven't seen the whale yet. Yeah, I haven't oh, seen yeah, the, whale the whale yet. I haven't seen Moon Age Daydream, the Bowie documentary. Um, but still, I still think like nothing. I to me, it's still Mad God. Like, no, yeah, no, it's probably Mad. It God. was either that or Guillermo's Pinocchio that really like blew me away. But Mad God to another level, it blew me away. So for me, it's Mad God. Dude, I forget what even came out this year. Dog. Yeah, me too, man. Someone help me. <laughs> Um, you know the Batman's good. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. The Batman was good, but like, 
for me, it's still Mad God. Oh, you know what? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh yeah, I'm that's gonna that. that I'm gonna do everything, everywhere, all at once. That's pretty fun. Oh, good. Pearl, Pearl came. Pearl and X came out this year, right? I haven't seen them. I haven't they, seen they, those. Per- I wanted to see Pearl, but and then they have another one coming out like next year. Like that dude's crazy. That how, dude's wild. How those two people did like how him and uh, Mia Goth did a whole trilogy in the matter of a year is insane. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna say everything, everywhere, all at once. The best as far as worst. Dog, it's a toss-up between Morbius and Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm probably going to go Thor because, like, they had more behind that. And uh-huh. it came out so bad. It, like, so bad. Yeah. What is the worst thing? I don't really go to my way to watch bad movies. I kind of just know when something's going to be bad and avoid it now. <laughs> there was some, like, uh, teen, new teen, like, comedy where like one of them's dead it's like went straight to hulu or something oh it's like a, a cheerleader in the yeah uh, uh outsider yeah like that that's dies. probably the worst thing i saw i didn't finish it so oh, okay. i'm just gonna say that's the worst thing i, I saw. can see that <laughs> all right tv shows you go watch any tv shows um no i didn't watch anything i mean should i watch true oh, detective but that's old <laughs> yeah cool. um did i watch anything i'm trying to think you say something, Jake. I know you watch TV. Uh, yeah, I watch TV a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go uh, uh, Game of Thrones, man. Uh, House of the Dragon. Strong first season. We'll see how That's, it goes. I've seen so much shit being talked about that. Is it good? It's, it's, I think it's really good. Like, it's some of the, like, if you like Game of Thrones, it's like the best writing for Game of Thrones yeah, I was like, about to say, cause like, what if I just like the first kind of... four seasons of Game of Thrones with well, the yeah, good it's, writing? It's all yeah. that. Like, it's like the political intrigue you want. There's more dragons, but they don't like rely on the dragons and all the fantasy shit. It's like that kind of everybody's a shit person, so you don't know who to root for. <laughs> it's like, I don't want any of these people to win. You know? <laughs> so, uh, But it's really good writing, and it's just like that political kind of like backstabbing stuff that that mm. that was good in Game of Thrones and then this is even better here I think I don't think I've watched anything as far as bad TV shows wait did Obi-Wan come out this year Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan bad, came out bad this fucking year. show yeah, it's all. Yeah, oh, I think that yeah. was the last. Oh, yeah, we well, talked I about watched. that. Eddie was like, "Yeah, it's good." I mean, you were like, "We fucking hate it." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why." I, re- I just thought it was fine. I was like, "It does what it's supposed to do." I I, I, all right, I that's that's the worst one. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Andor. Yet. I heard Andor was really I good. Heard, like, I haven't seen it either. I heard that's just like what every like you know what you want, which is just like doesn't have anything. It's to just do grown with, up Star Wars. It doesn't have anything to do with wow. like pre existing stuff, and it's already number eleven in the top movies. Yeah, this I mean, year, what? Pinocchio. Uh, Grandma's Pinocchio. Um, it's on Netflix. Let's yeah, I tried it. to uh, I tried to watch that Lord of the Rings show and it just don't, didn't do it for me. I just hated it. <laughs> yeah, sure that isn't the best movie. <laughs> what? Oh, that Beavis was good Butthead too. Do the universe. Dude, that was good. That was, good, that was bro. fucking good. It was pretty good. <laughs> That's probably that. Okay, that was probably my favorite show. Of the That's the only new one I watched. Is Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Mad God's still better than that. Those far as movies. Yeah, my favorite movie. My movie of the year is probably Mad God. And show of the year is probably Beavis and Butthead because it was the only modern new show I watched. That came yeah. It was a year. movie though, right? No, they made a movie yeah. and they made a new season. Oh, I didn't know they that like there was a new season go along with it. And then big surprise, Ellen Ring, Goaty. Like, did you play? You did. Pl- you I had played it. it. Yeah. I liked it. You just didn't I just, have that it's time. It's just not me. Dude. You didn't have like, the time. I'm like, uh, I could objectively see this is a great game. 
I'm not gonna put a hundred hours in this game. I can't. Do I it. think I'm gonna need to to beat it. Yeah. That game seems so fucking huge. Yeah, it's like I, I looked at the map and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, that's just the first part." And like, it's oh, so I'm, fucked. I, I looked at Limgrim like, "Dude, this took me like a while." And I looked at the map and it's like forty Limgrims. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, I just don't have the time, but objectively, I can tell it's the goatee. There's not really anything I can do to do anything about that my game of the year i don't have one i don't think i played anything new besides god of war ragnarok you played Elden ring i didn't play Elden ring you didn't play Elden ring? i haven't played it i don't own it well yet. then you have to play it yet then bro he's god got he's got the he'll borrow from me when i'm done he'll borrow from me. yeah i didn't play anything new i'm trying to think i mean fortnite I, season last, four i played psychonauts last year that was that was like the newest game i played psychonauts 2 so it, game if, pigeon. Game I don't even know what I played goatee. that's new this year. If Fortnite, like Elden Ring. came out, just just on, just that. Like other than that, because Fortnite, uh, Fortnite. it was on is on Unreal Five now. It's a new game. So Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you played Demon Souls? That came out this year. Did, did it? it come out this year? It's older. No, it came out with the PS Five last yeah. year. PS5 oh, okay. See, I'm I'm so lost with video game releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have a go to Game Pigeon. Any game pigeon game is goatee. What the hell is that? Eddie okay. sucks at eight ball. <laughs> the eight ball on your on your iMessage. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. That's called game pigeon. That we're bots at that man. <laughs> no, no. Remember that one game I played good, and then I hit the eight ball in, and like the cue ball. Like, Eddie, like into? we went like halfway through the game, and Eddie sweeped the rest of the table, and then sunk the eight ball on his last hit, and I just got the message saying that you you win. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what it was, because I was on the eight ball. Right, Nick was fucked. I hit the eight ball in, but my cue ball also rolled in. Yeah. Oh, so you just lose the meeting. I'm like, you gotta be. Fu-. And that, like, we usually play two out of three. That just ruined. I just tilted the whole time. <laughs> like, I couldn't do anything. You couldn't focus after that. No, like usually we go, we get kind of even, but like that game like fucked me up because oh, I was damn. doing so well and then I just lost on some bullshit. Yeah, it's like no. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, that's. Does anybody listen to any modern music album of the year? Oh wait, some good albums came no. out this year. My my favorite album of the year, Odaboke Beaver, Super Champon, Champion, Champon. Denzel's album was pretty strong. I haven't Fucking... listened to the new Jid album, the J I the Jid J I D, the new Jid record. I listened to Kendrick's record, I liked it. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Wish of Water was here. <laughs> um who else? Conway, Conway Machine. Yeah, good record. That album was really fucking good. I was gonna bring that one up too. What else to happened? Worst music? I'll probably just, I'll just say Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, fair. <laughs> he's probably the, he's the first guy ever that. blocked on anything. I don't even know him, but I just blocked him. <laughs> he's like, well, he I, he's the first guy ever blocked on Instagram. That's so funny. The best work he did all year was in Jackass Forever. They didn't watch that movie. <laughs> hey, that's the best movie of the year, right there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all of our best of lists. Yeah. Especially, I've been we've been kind of out of it with modern shit coming out too. So I, yeah, I know some I more mean, albums came out this year that were pretty good. I just don't remember them. My my game of the year is uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. I just played my with my little min- miniatures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's kind of weird. I, I've been paintballing. Paintball. Paintball. Did your ankle f- come back? It's to good. Life? Yeah, I did. I'm 100. percent All right. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> on, on a good day, it still clicks a little bit. <laughs> On a good day. But, oh, I guess. Oh, Danger Mouse's cheat codes was really fucking good. That album, oh, the one that had the old Thought. MF Doom feature. He also won Black Thought, didn't he? Yeah, Black Thought was also he had a fucking Black Thought, had good shit. Yeah, Wait, Black did... Thought had a good ass album too. 
Guilty Gear Strive come out this year or no? I think so. I don't remember. If it was, if it did, then my probably game of the year. Stri- no, I don't think it did. I think it came out last year. I think you've been playing it for a few years now. So. Yeah, I think it came out last year. Yeah, I had to have because I, I think yeah. I was playing it over the pandemic. I think. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come out. Yeah, I have no idea what came out. Game, I don't know about video games. I rarely play them now. <laughs> Usually, I just go back and play things that I want to go back and play. As I'm replaying Metal Gear Solid Five and Death Stranding. <laughs> Usually they're by Kojima, the games I go back and play. Well, is Director's Cut come out this year? Yeah. Yes, because it came out with the around. I think yeah, it did. <laughs> game of the year, Death Stranding Director's Cut. Two years in a row. <laughs> game, of, game of the year, Skyrim for PS Five. He never misses. <laughs> he never loses. All right, guys, what do you recommend? Uh, I'm gonna have to recommend <laughs> what Glass Onion. Uh, yeah, Glass Onion. That, that's it's on Netflix. We got Netflix. Check it out if you if you like Knives Out. Then we you'll might like all this. Not, not have Netflix soon. Yeah, Did you I... hear about that? They're enforcing the whole like password thing. I pay for Netflix. No, yeah, I know you do, but like a lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us don't pay for and Netflix, Jake. <laughs> a lot of us are not gonna pay, pay for, for Netflix because it's not worth it. <laughs> Dog, we talking about the Stranger Things. As Stranger Things, the best thing they've come out since with the Irishman has been Pinocchio. Yeah, an Irishman kind of sucks. Irishman Have we done a podcast? What? Irishman doesn't Wait, suck. What the that fuck like did you say, Jake? You little bitch. That was a great movie. It took me a second best. to register that. Robert De Niro, his little dinosaur arms, when kicking that guy. The Irishman was good. That shit was so good. It's one of Scorsese's best. Oh, Netflix has something as good as the extended cut of The Hateful Eight. That goes hard. Yeah, it's like a series. Just go to the new Bev when they play it at midnight at some point. <laughs> Roadhouse. Yeah, the Roadhouse edition. Nick, what do you recommend? Have we Guillermo's Cabinet of Curiosities? I don't think I've. Did I recommend that last time? Have we even done a podcast because no, I watched it? Nah, okay, yeah, I recommend that. It's really good. It's really good. There, yes. I for me a lot. Of, some of the stories are hit and miss, but That's overall, a it's a good vibe. No, no, but I told Nick because. I told Nick the best because it's anthology like Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite TV show. I forgot about it. (laughs) But uh, well, Beavis and Butthead still my favorite. But the thing is, I thought that the best episodes of Cabinet Curiosity are when the the dude that did fucking (laughs) Mandy. Yeah, his was good. Pantos. Yeah, Pantos. uh, He's Greek. Yeah, and then the the episode three autopsy. Actually traumatized no, that's me. My my, I said the best the best episodes were the ones where the directors actually had a distinct vision and it didn't felt like they were just trying to do some yeah. Guillermo shit. There's some yeah. gems in there. Like the first one's good and that one's written by Guillermo. Yeah, and that was directed by his old cinematographer. So they already have like sort of the same kind of wavelength on a lot of things. So that's at least three that are pretty good. In so there. for me, my favorite one was the one with Kate Micucci, the one, the skincare one. That one was good. I really liked that one. That was pretty good. It had it was just fucking uncomfortable. The whole yeah, time. it was dude, just super. Now uncomfortable. that I'm remembering all the episodes, that's four that are bangers out of the eight. The Panos one was dope. That one might be my favorite. Yeah, I thought it would have been your favorite because you yeah, really like the him. viewing with that Eric shit Andre. So good. He got my. How did he know I loved my Tibetan cigarette? <laughs> and then uh, the other, oh, the autopsy was the other one I thought was really good. The autopsy was fucked up, man. Uh, the Pikmin theory was okay. The one with Crispin Glover, I liked it because Crispin Glover was in it. Dude, Crispin Glover's like he's OD. He's just, he's a goat. Yeah, he's 
he's immortal, right? At least half of that show fucking slaps. Yeah, it, it, it's worth watching. I'll check it out. You know, I've been wanting to watch it. It's just like imagine like scary stuff. Oh, so, don't show her the third episode. <laughs> no, show her the autopsy. It's good. It's so I can't watch it around good. her, dude. Like the autopsy is genuinely real. If you good. make your wife watch the autopsy, she's gonna divorce you. <laughs> Well, I, I like being married. So. <laughs> Watch the autopsy; it's really good. Oh, and then I recommend the Amazing World of Gumball. That show's fucking I good. Canceled I was thinking about <laughs> going to watch that for the first it's time recently. So it's good. so good. Like, I've seen so some of the clips circulating funny. around, and they're so strong. It's like crazy, like uh, like they have like the different animation styles yeah. for everybody and stuff. It's like they're doing this before Spider Verse came out. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so funny. The two kids who play them. The fact, no, the thing that makes it even funnier is that they do the kids screams. Oh, yeah. That kills me every time because, like, you know, the kids scream where it's, like, high and, like, shrill. But when yeah. they do, every time they do it, it just fucking kills me. I, I recommend that show. It's my new, one of my new favorite cartoons that oh, my girlfriend put on. Yeah, real quick before we go, anything anticipated for the new year, for next year, Next year. Uh, What's coming out next year? Skate 4, Death Stranding 2. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to say the new Spider-Verse movie. Both of those things aren't going to come out next year, I'm going to call it, but I'm going to... I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that Death Grips concert. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, we're going to see Death Grips Yeah, I know, May. dude. He told me. Yeah. <laughs> Bumble Let's fucking go. I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I'm excited for Spider-Verse 2 as well. Uh, Death Stranding is not going to come out next year. Alan Wake 2, bitch. Oh, Alan Wake Let's 2. fucking go. Let's <laughs> get this Alan Wake 2 shit in here. Oh, yeah, have a... The King is back. A full 24-hour stream. Resident Evil 2 Wake, remake, bitch. Let's fucking go. Resident Evil 4 remake, Four. bitch. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I like, we already played that. <laughs> We're gonna do we're gonna do fucking streams do Alan Wake two stream, and we're gonna do Alan Wake a uh, fucking Resident Evil four. When stream. Four, Resident Evil four comes out, we'll stream Resident Evil three and four. I'll bring my Switch <laughs> over. I already got the fucking New Game Plus where I'm fucking stacked out. We can probably finish it by the time Resident Evil four remake comes out. <laughs> oh, oh, pre-download it and finish <laughs> it as it. Re- comes I'll make playable. sure it's downloaded. <laughs> yeah, that's those are the things I'm excited for. I forgot Alan Wake two is supposed to come out. Yeah, next I, year. Forgot, I forgot. I <laughs> forgot. That's my shit right there. I nice. love Alan Wake. I can't wait. It's survival horror. That game's going to be fucked up. In their engine, that's going to be fucked up. I love up. surviving horror. If you play Control, that engine is fucking crazy. It's so The it's Control the, engine's It's the Alan Wake engine, right? It's AWE? No. What do they call it? Um, fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> it's like the like um it's their own like in house yeah they have their own proprietary fucking game that engine. they built but like if you play control you, it's, it's it just, a good engine it just makes me want like Alan Wake two survival horror with this engine is yes. gonna be fucking insane because control's already insane design wise like art, yeah. artistically it's crazy but yeah those are everything I'm excited for All right, a, nice. a remake a remake and a bunch of sequels yo <laughs> individuality's dead no more <laughs> all franchises baby <laughs> no more independent rasters boom 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 boom